Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. This episode is sponsored by Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent and Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, as well as the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries. We, uh, it, we're in the award giving out mode, uh, and we've got someone that we're going to give out an award to. We've never given this award out, but we're giving Chuck the Tank Banks the Lifetime Achievement Award. He's a very popular feller on Round Guy Radio. Uh, uh, he's done, you know, he's been on several times. He does everything we ever ask of him. Uh, and uh, uh, I felt some urgency to give him this Lifetime Achievement Award because we almost uh, uh, waited too long. Uh, welcome program, Chuck. Well, hey, man, I, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's it's quite an honor, uh, you know, to even to even be, uh, you know, even, even brought up for a particular award. So I, I really appreciate you. Well, you've done a great job for us, you know, uh, uh, clear back to when you were the head coach at Central and everything you're doing over there, plus everything you do on Dog Pound and, you know, and, and I, a lot of the way I find out what's going on in high school sports is through watching the, the, the videos and the programs that you put up. Uh, uh, let our listeners know a little bit about, you had a little medical situation there, and uh, we don't uh, I'm a little concerned about you, my friend, and, and I want to know how, how things are going and, and how you got past that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I believe it was Tuesday evening, the 6th uh, of February. I started feeling uh, just kind of a little goofy, and uh, they, they ended up taking me to the hospital. Uh, they, they gave me a clot buster, they call it. I was having a stroke, and they light-flighted me to Iowa City, and, uh, and I was able to come home, I believe, uh, three or four days, uh, you know, I stayed up there and, and I came home and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, as a stroke victim, it's, it's going to be easy as you go. And it's, uh, it's definitely slowed me down, which, uh, you know, which is tough because, uh, the, the old mind and and the old brain wants me to, to go, go, go. But I tell you, my body, uh, just kind of shut me off a little bit, but no, uh, you know, ha- having the, the, the Fort Madison community, the, the, the round guy community and, and, you know, all the letters and prayers, uh, you know, I, I, I just, uh, you know, my family, it's, it's, it's been an amazing experience to get through it. And, and I, I believe my friend, uh, you know, I, I've got, uh, you know, a long road to recovery, but, uh, but I believe that I can come back, uh, you know, if, uh, if not as strong, maybe even stronger than I was. And it's definitely brought me closer to, to, to God, which I, I felt like I had a pretty good relationship with, but, you know, I'm, I, I'm getting better day by day. Uh, eventually we'll get, uh, we'll get this dog pound radio fired back up again. Uh, you know, I feel like, I, uh, you know, some, sometimes though, man, you, you, you get punched, or you get thrown a, a curveball, but you just gotta you gotta lay back and, and and take things as it come. But I I've got a huge gratitude towards life and and uh, and, and all of my friends and family that, uh, that that have reached out. So it's been three four weeks since this happened, uh, uh, or maybe just about four weeks. Uh, tell me a little bit about the effects that it's had and maybe any improvement that you've made since then. Sure. Uh, you know, early on, uh, the left side of my body was, uh, was all distorted. Uh, right, right now it's, it's really, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, uh, I have to be careful about not becoming overly stimulated mentally, uh, you know, because some of the words, uh, you know, may come out different. Uh, my impulsivity is a little bit higher. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> I used to be able to, uh, 
you know, kind of, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, filter, you know, some of the things that come out of my mouth. So, so sometimes, you know, I, I call it like I see it, which is different, uh, uh, weakness a little bit, uh, uh, they're, they're, they're running a, a kind of a, they call it a 31 day uh, check to see, uh, if you're an AFib, um, currently, I, I think I'm on day 22 of that. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll go back and get checked back up uh, here about May 2nd uh, with the neurology department in Iowa City. So I'll give them a shout out up there, uh, Iowa City Hospitals and Clinics. And, you know, as far as being able to walk and do that sort of stuff and, and talk, it's, it's, it's getting better day by day. I am going to, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm going to coach the girls tennis team. I'm the head girls tennis coach there at uh, Fort Madison, and we're going to fire up the season the week of spring break. So I'm about 10 days away from that. So that one, uh, that one will be a little bit easier for me. Cause I, you know, I, I do love the sport, but it's just going to be nice to be able to get back, uh, kind of in the grind with that. Well, did you have any other, did you have any health problems? I mean, uh, uh, you know, my stepfather had a, had a stroke recently. He was close to the hospital when it happened. It didn't seem, you know, like, what you would expect where, you know, you'd have a lot of speech problems and, and walking problems. But, uh, um, just tell us a little bit about a stroke, what brings on a stroke and, and did you have any other health concerns prior to that? Well, you know, uh, prior to, um, you know, I, I thought I was, uh, dealing or coping with what I thought were migraines, you know, as far as losing, uh, you know, depth perception and eyesight, but I wasn't getting a headache. Uh, but, but what I, what I found out is, uh, you know, all, all of those cases potentially could have been a mini stroke that led to my, or, you know, that, that ended up leading to my, uh, stroke that I had to deal with. And, uh, you know, so I think the doctors told me that it was a little bit worse than a TIA or whatever they call those things. Uh, but, but definitely that, that shot, uh, that you get within a four hour window kind of saved me and, and allowed me to get into the road of recovery right away. So if, uh, any, any time that you think you're a little bit off or, uh, you know, even, even if it is a migraine, I, I would, uh, highly, you know, uh, you know, state that, you know, you got to take care of yourself with that. Now I've always had a little bit of issues with blood pressure over the years, but, uh, but this one kind of took the cake, man. Uh, you know, when, when I started going numb and, uh, you know, on my left side of my face started drooping, that's when, uh, that's when I kind of jumped into action and, you know, Adrian McKay, uh, principal there at, uh, at Fort Madison and Audrey Meeke, who's a restorative, uh, coordinator, they got me to the hospital right away. And, and, and my wife, Stephanie and I are, are very happy that, you know, that they, uh, put me in a position where, you know, I, I can, uh, you know, potentially get past this thing. Now they do say that, uh, you know, that 90 day window, you have to be careful. And, and that's where I'm just, you know, consistently watching my blood pressure doing those sorts of things. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I know you mentioned some of these things, but if someone is having a stroke, what, what are the symptoms? What, what, and, and, you know, was it, was there some, some things you were kind of overlooking and then all of a sudden you said, Whoa, here we go. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where if you lose your eyesight, uh, you know, like uh, like frequently, um, your 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 heart races, uh, you're, you're sweating, uh, you know, some some people get uh, get sick, uh, but I, I I wasn't really sick uh, with the stomach, but I definitely lost uh, lost eyesight, uh, left side of my body, uh, you know, kind of drooped or and severe weakness. Uh, now there's a lot of people out there, you know, as we get older, they think that, 
you know, we're, we're kind of, you know, if you look at every different uh, stipulation, you know, you are, are you having stroke? That's not the case. Uh, I would say definitely uh, losing losing the eyesight, a real serious, uh, you know, uh, instant headache or drooping on on one side or the other are definitely uh, factors with that. But you know, uh, I I spent a long time uh, over the last. A couple of months where I was having sleep issues, so definitely sleep issues, uh, you know, could have been a, a definite, uh, uh, you know, uh, thing that's going to push out there. And then also, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, I was losing some words, uh, you know, like uh, like easy words, because you know, as a as a writer, as as a, as a podcaster, as a you know, as a teacher. You know, I've been very good with linguistics, and some of those uh, easy words just weren't coming out quite right. So, uh, anytime that you have those types of issues, I would encourage people to definitely contact their doctor. Well, uh, this is the last medical question I'm going to ask you because I don't want us all to be just about medical stuff. But uh, after you had the stroke, is there any other health concerns uh, that may have come up? You mentioned something about maybe your heart or something. Uh, um, at, at, at this point, uh, you know, they're, they're checking for AFib, uh, which, which are, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of the people deal with, and they, they seem to think that that could have been a, a factor in throwing a clot up to my brain. Um, now I'm losing, I'm losing weight. Uh, you know, I, I'm exercising as much as I can at this point, but, uh, really, really it's this next 90 days that are going to be key. Uh, you know, uh, for my road to recovery, because they say that uh, within those 90 days, if, uh, if, you know, sometimes you can have a, a massive stroke or a heart attack and that sort of stuff. So that's why that's why I have to be, you know, real careful. Uh, and and I gotta listen to my body. Uh, <laughs> if I'm tired, man, I've, I, I've got to sit down and relax. Well, Chuck, we uh, uh, here at Round Guy Radio, for me in particular, you know, uh, it's not easy to do stuff in Southeast Iowa. There's not a lot of other other guys, you know. Uh, but you start a podcast before me, and you're always just so willing to help share with what you do. And then, you know, I watch all the videos and stuff that you do uh, uh, there in Fort Madison, and, and I really enjoy it. And it keeps me up as to what's going on. And, and I, first, I want to thank you for, you know, being the kind of guy that kind of shares, you know, uh, I always say, you know, it's, it's tough to make it in show business in Southeast Iowa. Only one guy ever did it, and that was Tom Arnold. And he had to screw Roseanne Barr and convert to Judaism, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's not an easy path there. Uh, tell me a little bit about why did you get into podcasting and dog pounding and, and helping people who, you know, I mean, it's like if you really wanted to watch, to know about Fort Madison sports, maybe there wasn't particularly a great way to do it before the dog pound well you know we we, we get a lot of great uh you know uh you know press coverage whether it's penn city or the daily democrat burlington hawkeye you know to name a few um it, it just seems like in today's day and age uh you know there there are so many different uh things going on that that you know a lot of times you know within our school in fort madison there there really wasn't as good a coverage as uh as as what we've seen in the last year and i look at bloodhound sports they do a, uh they're doing an amazing job uh with uh you know like uh, basketball and football 
you know, which, which I can't cover obviously, cause I can't cover all of it. But, uh, I got into this, uh, podcasting thing about, uh, 15 years ago. It was actually kind of a funny story. Uh, I, I, I wrote my first book about the paranormal. So I created a paranormal podcast. Uh, but, but I, you know, the thing was with that is, is, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty small, uh, select target. And there's not much of that in the in the Bible Belt, right? So, uh, my second guess, uh, you know, I, I've been coaching for you know over 25 years. Uh, I, I, I have a, ple- a ple- plethora of knowledge when it comes to sporting events, and you know, I created Dog Pound Radio as uh, as an affiliate with Coaching Culture and Athletics, which uh, Derek Doherty and I started a coaching podcast in 2020 with all this COVID stuff. And it brought a, it brought us a chance to, uh, for coaches to get together to promote, uh, you know, quality stuff that, you know, is going to promote a great culture. And, and that's, that's what I love about, uh, Fort Madison and Lee County and, and all of our Southeast Iowa County or, you know, uh, area is that, uh, they're so big on culture and so big on, uh, you know, uh, student development and character awareness that that's that's kind of the reason why i got into it now my most recent book dog mentality uh the story of mediocrity becoming elite that's going to be my first book that's uh that's going to kind of push me towards uh you know speaking engagements it's going to be kind of my ted talk you know on how to how to you know learn learn through the trials and tribulations and struggle because we're all going to have trials tribulations and we're going to struggle but the thing is is uh number one do you want to be a mediocre person live mediocre life heck no do you want to be just good enough no everyone wants to be a dog but but no one wants to put in and promote the work to do it so what this book designs is designed for is to allow you uh, and everybody else to, to find that quality mindset and give you tools in the toolbox to become a better person and, and to be able to be a, you know, a, a more elite person instead of just a good enough or a mediocre person. Well, everybody knows uh, that knows you, you know, know, knows that you're an author, knows that you're a teacher, knows that you're a coach. They know about your work with the Dog Pound and, and the podcast. But tell me something about Chuck Banks. That's the furthest away from coaching and teaching and, and, and the things, uh, I don't know, you like to tie fly, you know, fly fishing or something. I mean, you like, um, well, what is it, what is it that not everybody knows about Chuck Banks that Chuck Banks kind of likes? Well, every, everybody knows that, uh, that, that, that I love my family and all that sort of stuff, but not many people know that, that I'm actually an ordained minister and I've married uh, a, a few individuals and things like that. I do like to collect uh, you know, sports memorabilia and, and cars and things like that, but uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I am kind of an open book. So my, my son sometimes calls me a little boring, but he doesn't realize how many how many hats I wear on a daily basis. But I think the, probably the different thing that people wouldn't know is, uh, is that I'm an ordained minister. And also I used to sing pretty well. Uh, I was, I was actually all state years ago in high school. Well, oh, that's pretty neat. Have you ever been in a band or, or karaoke contest or, well, or any I, of that type of stuff? I used to, I used to sing quite a bit. I haven't done that in quite some time. Uh, I, I definitely wouldn't mind doing some stand-up sometime. I think that uh, it, it sounds like fun. Well, it, it can be fun and it can be frustrating uh, uh, <laughs> all all on the same night sometimes, you know. But yep, you got to, yep. um, you know, I, I always had these jokes prepared for if my jokes didn't work, you know. Well, if you were disappointed, <laughs> I know what it's like to be disappointed, you know. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, I think you probably... Um, 
you, you might be able to do stand-up pretty well. Uh, you got a good personality, and that's definitely one of the things that, that I liked about you. But let's little talk a little bit. Um, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a Christian. Uh, I'm a huge follower of Christ, and, and I've lived my life outside of God's teaching, and everything went to hell on me. Yeah. And I've yep. and I followed God's teaching, and it's you know God gave me a beautiful wife and three wonderful children and three grandchildren and you know uh, um, you know uh, enough money to live on. I never had extra, uh, you know, but we were able to kind of put one foot in front of the other. And uh, every time I watch the sun, I, I watch the sun come up every morning. Because I'm not watching the sun, I'm feeling the, the light of the world come into the world, yeah. you know. And I, I say a prayer, you know, protect my children today, watch over my wife today, you know, watch over my grandkids today, every morning. Uh, and, w- and when I talked to you after your stroke, I said, God still has a purpose for you. Uh, Absolutely. Otherwise, he would have took you, and he could take me anytime, I'm ready, you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, if, if, if God needs me tonight, I, I, my bags are packed and I'm ready to go. But as long as I'm here on earth, I try to, you know, serve his purpose and, and try to be a good father and a good husband. Uh, um, although I don't know if I score all that high on both of those, but, uh, uh, the effort is there. Tell me a little bit about your, your faith journey and maybe, and I don't, maybe you don't know yet, but what do you think God kept you around for? Well, you know, I, I, I like to think, uh, you know, that he wants to give me an opportunity and, you know, to be blessed, uh, spend some more time with my three, uh, three grandchildren and, uh, you know, to, to be able to watch my daughter graduate from the University of Iowa this spring uh, with her bachelor's degree. She's going to be a highway patrolman, you know, maybe to walk her down the aisle someday and, and watch my grandkids graduate. I, 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 I think, uh, I think uh, you know, I... I look at my at my faith and and, and I look at uh, you know how I interact and and uh, you know I I just think that there's more kids uh, kids for me to help uh, you know and, and you know I look at a lot of my former uh, whether it's an athlete or whether it's a, a general ed student or whatever you know that that I've been able to uh, educate over the years and man I there's so many and I'm so proud that uh, they're, that they're out there doing some great things but but i tell you what uh i i will never take uh any moment uh for granted that i that i have left on this earth so uh let's talk a little about coaching you know it seems to be a, a passion uh, uh, of yours um you know is there ever been a you know i mean i used to coach a lot of baseball and my always my biggest pride of that is i've never had a kid that i coached that didn't get a base hit you know because, I mean, if they didn't get a hit, guess what? We're going to work on hitting until you get one. If that means a 1,000 hours, that's what we got to do. Uh, give me some examples of, I don't know whether it's a football player, or a tennis player, a golf deal, whatever. You know, give me, give me some example of where Chuck Banks, you know, kind of grinded out a win for a kid. Well, you know, I, 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 look, I look at a lot of them, but, uh, but I'll just share real quick. Sinjin Ruby. Uh, he, he was, uh, he was a kid that I had in Centerville years and years ago. And, uh, you know, he kind of, uh, you know, he was one of those rough and tough kids that always wanted to fight and, and get in trouble and things like that. But, uh, what's awesome is, uh, is, is that young man is, is, has a college degree, he's got a family and he's doing, he's doing so many great things out there for, for people and giving back. And I think a lot of that 
uh, you know, comes from the servant leadership mentality that, that I believe in, that, uh, that coach Derek Doherty believes in, that coach Ryan Smith believes in, and, and so many of my other coaches as well, that, you know, it's, it's just the ability to, uh, you know, allow, uh, you know, a, a kid to, uh, you know, come in with a fresh start on a daily basis. Cause I think far too often in education, you know, we, we, we hold grudges or some teachers hold grudges and, and we can't do that. We have to, we, we have to look at a, you know, a, a student or a student athlete who's a human being that we have no, we're not mind readers. We don't know what they're going through, but we have to give them, uh, you know, what, what they need. And if that's a father figure, if that's a, if that's a, you know what I mean, a, a, a serious mentor that they need, and and we have to foster that. But uh, Sinjin Ruby would be one of those stories. Well, uh, you, uh, um, you know, sometimes the kid needs a pat on the back, and sometimes the kid needs a kick in the ass. Uh, yep. But my, my uh, uh, philosophy has always been uh, no good man ever becomes a good man without the leadership and uh, uh the time it takes to put in from another good man and a good example. Well, I, I don't have a whole lot more time. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? Uh, I, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I, I am truly humbled uh, to, to receive this award from you, my friend. And, and uh, you know what, uh, you know, each, uh, I, I, here's my recommendation on how to live your life, folks. It's to, it's to live in the moment and quit worrying about the past and, Quit, uh, quit, quit uh, planning too much in your planner and focus on uh, what you have right in front of you. Well, you've been listening to Chuck, the Tank Banks. Uh, um, I, I'm the, I think, am I the first guy to ever call you the Tank? I think you were. Yeah, well, that was one of my better ones. I, I got a lot of nicknames. I, I, I called a kid the Hay Baler this year. I was pretty proud of that one. Uh, nice. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, thank you for all you've done for Round Guy Radio and our listeners and for all the that you do over there on the Dog Pound. We appreciate you. Thanks for being with us. Hey, God bless. All right.